Vote, vote, vote for sustainability. Yes, tomorrow, the 7th of May, is the British general election. Hello, this is Anthony Day with a special edition of the Sustainable Futures Show. Are you going to vote for sustainability? Who will deliver a sustainable Britain in the next Parliament? I've been reading the party manifestos to give you some ideas. First of all, the Conservative Party. I searched the document for the word sustainability. It doesn't appear. I looked for climate change. Yes, a number of things. They will protect wildlife against climate change and they will push for full endangered species status for the polar bear. Closer to home, they will help with the insulation of your house and they will halt the expansion of subsidised onshore wind farms. They will meet the nation's climate change commitments by cutting carbon emissions as cheaply as possible to save you money. A Conservative government will press for a strong global climate deal in Paris in December. They will keep energy bills as low as possible and they will make sure that we have energy supplies that we can rely on. The Conservatives do not use the F word. Instead, they talk about shale gas. Shale gas will deliver many thousands of jobs and they will use the profits to set up a sovereign wealth fund for the north of England. Let's hope they do better than the Americans, then, who apparently have not yet made enough money out of shale, oil and gas to cover their investments. Well, how does this differ from what Labour will do? Labour have an interactive manifesto and they invite you to choose your top three issues from a selection on the front page. Sustainability is not there. Energy is not there. Climate change is not there. I searched the whole document for sustainability. It appears once in relation to defence procurement. There is a lot more on climate change in the document than appears at first sight. They say fairly early on that climate change is a global challenge. We must not only mitigate but adapt and they will set up a new infrastructure committee in particular to prioritise flood prevention. The Labour government will put climate change at the heart of its foreign policy. It will support an ambitious climate agreement in Paris in December. And it will push for a goal of net zero global emissions in the second half of the century. An excellent goal. Comfortably far off. And what about energy under the Labour Party? Well, they'll freeze household energy prices until 2017. There will be an energy security board which will deliver an appropriate mix which will include everything including renewables and fossil fuels and carbon capture and storage. They will decarbonise electricity by 2030, which sounds quite an ambitious target. Maybe they know somebody who's managed to make carbon capture and storage work. They are going to regulate the onshore oil and gas industry. See, they don't use the F word either. They've got clear ideas on the demand side as well. They will issue one million interest-free loans for energy-saving home improvements. They will extend insulation to 200,000 low-income households and require three million privately rented homes to be brought up to new insulation standards. And what are the Lib Dems? 
Well, on the very front page of their manifesto, they state that they will fight climate change with five green laws. There will be a Green Transport Act, a Zero Carbon Britain Act, a Green Buildings Act, a Nature Act, and a Resource Efficiency and Zero Waste Britain Act. You'd be forgiven for thinking that this was the Greens' manifesto. The Lib Dems talk about targeted green taxes to encourage sustainability. They talk about a new public sector sustainability duty to encourage public procurement to operate green criteria. They will put sustainable development at the heart of their international development policy. They're not afraid of the F word. They say that the UK has significant stores of unconventional gas and they will permit it to be exploited. They are going to invest the profits in a low-carbon transition fund. No sovereign wealth fund for us in the north, then. Time for some straight talking from UKIP. I quote, Only UKIP's policies have, at their heart, sustainability, ethics and fairness. But then you read on and find that they are actually talking about immigration. No surprises there, then. They do use the sustainability word elsewhere, but they talk about the sustainability of fish stocks, so we'll give them half a mark for that. What about energy? Well, it's time to get fracking. Homegrown shale gas is an enormous opportunity it would be irresponsible to ignore. And while nothing is ever totally safe, US fracking operations have proved to be remarkably unproblematic. I'm only reading what it says here. UKIP will abolish the Department for Energy and Climate Change, and it will repeal the Climate Change Act, which is rooted in EU folly. It will rejuvenate the coal industry, so that our coal-fired power stations can continue to produce electricity from British coal for many years to come. Of course, there will be no subsidies for wind or solar, green taxes will be abolished, and the country will withdraw from the EU emissions trading scheme. According to UKIP, those who support the green agenda are not friends of the earth, but enemies of the people. That's us told. The Greens have had quite a lot of publicity in this campaign, but I can't really think that putting the Queen in a council house or banning the Grand National will actually do an awful lot for their chances. It's a pity because their manifesto is a detailed and well-thought-out document, and there's a lot of good stuff in there as well as the wacky stuff. No fracking. No argument. Complete ban. There is a detailed explanation of what fracking is and why they're against it. Among other things, they point out that the production of additional fossil fuels is incompatible with our climate change obligations. They will ban all new fossil fuel developments, including open-cast coal. No chance of a coalition with UKIP, then. All coal-fired power stations must be closed by 2023. Definitely, definitely at odds with UKIP. They support an international climate agreement to keep global warming below 2 degrees centigrade. Unlike any other party, they are against economic growth. They support the circular economy. No time to go into that here, but you can read in detail about the circular economy in an episode of the Sustainable Futures show from March last year. I think it's called Rethinking Progress. As you would hope, 
and certainly expect there is an extensive climate change section in the Greens manifesto. They want to do better than the Climate Change Act. Like the Labour Party, they want to improve the housing stock with insulation and refurbishment up to passive house standards. Passive house is P-A-S-S-I-V-H-A-U-S and it's a standard far in excess of the current building regulations in the UK. This will apply to both social and private rented housing. Greens want to introduce training, energy awareness and carbon quotas. They support community energy and aim to end the dominance of the big six energy companies. By that they mean that they support individual wind turbines or solar farms controlled by individual villages or communities or suburbs. I did a search for the sustainability word. In the Conservative Manifesto it doesn't appear at all. In the Green Manifesto it's everywhere. I thought I ought to look at the manifesto of the Scottish National Party. They may perhaps have some influence over whoever forms the next government. So what do they say about sustainability? Actually, the word appears only once in the document and they don't really explain what they mean by it. Like the Greens, but unlike the three main Westminster parties, SNP is totally opposed to fracking. They don't say much about climate change apart from saying that they would support a constructive role in the Paris Conference in December. They want support to prevent the early closure of the Long Gannett power station, which is not a particularly green objective. Long Gannett is one of the oldest coal-fired power stations in the UK, and it is the 21st most polluting site in Europe. The SNP will set up a sovereign wealth fund, another one, for the benefit of Scotland from the oil and gas revenues from the North Sea. With the collapse in the oil price, that might not be a very big fund. So there you are, a very quick rundown of the different parties' manifestos on climate change, fracking and energy. I think the best one from a sustainability point of view is probably the Lib Dems, who of course will not be forming the next government. They may have some influence on it though, and so may the SNP and UKIP and even the Greens. I hope I've given you some idea of the demands that the individual parties may make on each other. Having said that, while energy has appeared during this campaign, climate change and sustainability have been invisible. Well, who should you vote for? That's up to you. Who am I going to vote for? That's up to me. I'm aiming to produce the next episode of the Sustainable Futures show on Friday. I won't say that we will have all the answers by then, because we won't. We probably won't even have all the questions, because we won't have all the results either. I'll probably have to do some extra episodes early next week. As always, if you want to add to the debate, to ask questions or suggest angles for future episodes, please get in touch. It's mail at anthony-day.com. Once again, thanks for listening to the Sustainable Futures Show. This is Anthony Day. Bye for now.